0: My name's Alex, and in a couple days, my wife and I are having a baby. This is the first entry in an audio diary podcast I'm calling Are You There Pod? It's me, Dad. Every week, I'll recap the previous week in figuring this parenting stuff out in real time while calling up my friends that all had babies within the same month I did. So come with me as I figure out parenting on the fly.
1: Well, I'm recording alone today, um, not entirely alone. I sort of some people had sort of suggested like maybe you should be alone, or, you know, I had sort of thought maybe like that would be the right way to go here because, you know, i think I think the dynamics when we bring in guests just really haven't worked well in the mm. past. and so, um, but then I thought, I think I'm not being generous and Jessica St. Clair was such a hit the first time we had her on that I sort of wanted the audience to realize that sometimes you get one stroke of luck or, Mm. you know what I mean? You wake up on the right side of the bed and um, you can't pin everything on that because it's not ever consistent. And so it's good to see people sort of have their highs and their lows and lightning doesn't strike twice and all that. So with me today is um, her uh, Jessica St. Clair. Hi. Hi. Hi.
2: What an, what an intro. That's the, yeah. definitely a different intro than I'm used to.
1: No, it's fine. It's just, it's such a funny thing because you, I mean, you obviously have your own podcast and yeah, it's um, runaway
2: hit, runaway hit. They're calling it. I don't entertainment weekly called it that. I don't know. Is that true? I don't true? know who else. Did is they? It. Yes, they did. They sure did. But I mean, I just, yeah. So it's not me calling it that of course.
1: But. No, not at all. And obviously this is a very different sort of show. I mean, like Rona yeah. and I are so you know how like usually you know someone's classy if they call themselves classy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm very classy and Ron and I have a really sort of high pedigree for this show and all that. And so that's why I was so confused. Your name kept coming up. We asked listeners, who would you like to hear again? (laughs) And your name kept coming up. And I just thought like, listen, she should really bow out. While the iron has struck, really hot. So wow,
2: okay. I hope I didn't
1: put you in a weird position.
2: No, please, I would do anything for um, Aunt Rana, is what yeah. I call her. Um, I've known her I, God, so much longer than you have. I think at this point, right? It's just But um, I've
1: been so much closer to her, you know, physically, yeah, and who knows right. how else? Yeah.
2: But I mean, in a lot of ways, she's like a surrogate mother to me.
1: Yeah, um, she is my mother. You know, I mean, yeah,
2: okay, but- right.
1: Not right, exactly. right, right. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 totally.
2: So yeah, when when Rana called and said, you know, please, will you help me out? I. Anything, I would do anything for her because, you know, I did when I was in my 20s, you know, I really needed her help. And obviously she let me right. live in the, the guest house. And, you know, and uh-huh. and that's where you're that's where you are right now.
1: Uh, yeah, I am. I, am. I mean, I, as you can see, it's a major upgrade. I was able to, like, move some stuff and it was so wrecked before. Was and it so really? Been, yeah. Because I it's... had
2: I actually had um, Rana. <laughs> she's so funny. She, she's when very moved funny. In, I, we have so many I... <laughs> inside
1: jokes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Would I
2: was, um, when I moved in, you know, I was only, I think I was 19 years old. And I said, listen, I just need a futon to sleep on. And she, oh my God, she had a designer come over from Paris and had her do a whole thing. Like, what are my colors? And it looked, it was very shabby chic at the time. You know, it was gorgeous. And they actually featured it in Architectural Digest. So I didn't know if she did some of that for you. Are you living there now?
1: Um. yeah.
2: Oh, wow. So she's, yeah. is that in, in so, the planning stages or?
1: Um, well, I actually redid all her furniture a little bit because I, I oh, needed something a little more uh, outdoor furniture inside because I'm not, you know, I'm a very creative personality type. So a lot of right. stuff, whether it's a catch up on the sofa or um, I tried to get into the, have you ever been in the main house, by the way? She's never. Oh, let,
2: uh, oh of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, listen, I, she she wanted me to stay in the main house. Okay. And I said, I will not get in what your way, did? blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. But then we had sleepovers like every other night. Yeah, Sometimes so she would I, come to sleep in You know, it's COVID. In it's COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, really what so it is. Sort of the like variant. What with the variant, variant and the all? The variant. Of all of the variant. Because
1: um, she doesn't – I got the Sputnik. and uh, Right. Yeah, I'd so, heard
2: that. In in the back of like a, garage, a gas station? The back or, of a
1: Tesla. and a, uh, in yeah. a Tesla.
2: Okay, got it. The back of a Tesla
1: dealership. Did you get? It. Did you get vaccinated? No, you're anti-vax, right?
2: No, God, no, oh, oh. no, no, no. In oh, that's fact. one of the
1: things I had written out.
2: No, God, I did. You write it out? Did you? I write did. That? I was just
1: sort of guessing, like yeah, yeah, yeah. where you know. And no. that was one of the things I had.
2: No, in fact, on my on my podcast, the runaway hit, we had. um... We actually had a cardiac uh, specialist come on and talk about, you know, talk to people about how they can speak to people who are anti-vaxxers about how we can hopefully change the message around vaccination. So that was really, I got some, we got some really nice responses uh, from that. That was my, our most recent um, podcast.
1: Okay. Then you you are anti-choice though, right? Is that right? no, 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 oh, no. no. I guess, yeah, I must be reading something wrong I thought yeah, you were, yeah, had a yeah. firm stance on that but no no
2: no I'm pretty much pro everything okay okay yeah, yeah yeah
1: um well Jessica St. Clair I'm really you're here I'm here and I think we should get this oh have we talked about where Ron is Ron is playing mixed doubles uh with Hugh Moskowitz who of course is the pediatric anesthesiologist that she's friends with. Yes. I offered to play and she she said I wasn't up to the right level yet, so.
2: Uncle Hugh, I love that. I have to tell her to please tell him to say hello from me. You know him? Yes. Oh, my God. Hugh? You know what is amazing is when I was struggling as an actress in my early 20s, Hugh mm-hmm. actually, you know, was one of my benefactors. He would he paid my rent for two and a half years in West Hollywood. See,
1: I don't use the casting couch Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, no. It wasn't
2: that. It was that he believed so much in my talent. And Rana said, hey, do you have any extra, you know, uh, bucks to rub together? And he said, of course. So, um, yeah. And he's a producer on, you know, an upcoming film that I wrote and directed. So I'm really excited about that. Okay. Well. It was more of an investment. An early investment. Which, you know, I, I really do hope it pays off.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll definitely, I, you know, I can't wait to see the movie and, um, I, I don't know if any of you are like, yeah. Okay. It's a Christian movie. It's a no nope. Christian. Oh,
2: no, no. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm totally sure. I, you oh. know, yeah, I wrote it and, okay. and, you know, it'll probably be, you know, um, a pick at the, at the, uh, cans or a, a palm, probably when to win a palm door, you know, I did, don't want to. You did
1: say like, cans, right? I just yeah. want to make sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no, what I said was I was having trouble hearing you. I needed to throw on my cans. And so I put on my, on my, head, on my headphones. Right.
1: Okay, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, um, without okay. further ado.
0: What? Hi. I am so sorry to Tony? interrupt. Tony? Hello. Yes, what is, hello. What are you doing here? This isn't how this works. I know. I, it's very unusual for me to jump on. And I'm really sorry. Very sorry to interrupt. It's uh, okay. But I have Not a at message all. from. well,
1: Ronna would be so upset with you right now, Tony. I, I don't even know. She knew you did this because this, this is very it, professional
0: yeah. under normal circumstances you're absolutely right but she mm-hmm. actually gave me a message oh uh, wow to read to both of you okay great okay, well,
1: if it's if it's about jessica just edit that part you know what i mean it, i don't want to hurt her
0: feelings yeah we, we, we'll, we'll see if we want to even include this in the show okay okay, okay, okay great enough. great uh, yeah. we can always cut it yeah we can, yeah. Always, we can always cut it uh, cut. Uh, actually <laughs> yeah you know uh, actually before i start uh jessica um hugh moskowitz says hello
2: Oh, my God. Tell him yeah. thank you and I will see him on the red carpet.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he wanted me to definitely uh, give him a Thank you. you. Thank okay. You so much. Uh, yeah. Good.
1: Good. Keep going. That's not what we're here for.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I'll get you the message. Yeah, we'll yeah, get, yeah, down yeah, to, yeah. Uh, get down to business here.
1: Yeah, thank you. It's, uh, it's so just this, like I'm a business person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. understand. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, verbatim uh, from Mrs. Glickman. I couldn't possibly be happier that my dear, dear friend, Jessica St. Clair, a no. true Carriage House original, pardon me, mm-hmm. is joining <laughs> the show as a guest host today. Mm. She was an absolute delight when she filled in for Brian when he abandoned me back in March. Not yeah. Don't include that last part, Tony. Actually, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. I know Jessica will bring her usual charm and insight to the program and help keep Ask Rana with Rana and Brian, one of the best podcasts available on any platform. Hmm. Ryan, yeah don't worry. Present. You're you're still in charge of things while I'm away. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I want you to remember two things.
1: Okay. I trust See, this you implicitly. Nice. Yeah,
0: this is it. This is I true. trust you implicitly. Thank you, Ryan, And I retain full and final editorial control. Kiss kiss.
1: Okay. Okay. That's really sweet. I I I All do right. I do actually really appreciate that. Um I okay. never listened back to this show, much less edit it. So I don't even really care that she had that dick at the end. Right. It's fine with me.
2: So it's more its more like you're, a you know, when you get a babysitter who's like, I don't know, like a preteen and you're like, hey, listen, you know, I'm going to be across the street at this, you know, wine and cheese. But like if any, if you need anything, if you have a question, like I'll be checking in, you know, uh, like physically I'll be coming in and checking in as opposed to say, you know, a live in nanny who you would say, hey, I'm going away for three days, you know. You, right. It's. It, I please don't contact. Yeah, me Yeah, I'm
1: fiercely independent, so it actually. I mean, like ferociously Like I'm always. Right. I never really think about her or right, anything right, right. while I'm moving through this place, or. Um, but she has right, not right, returned right. one text of mine in the past yeah. two hours because I okay. needed. Yeah, I need someone to take me to Savers. Oh, so anyway, okay. yeah, I All don't right. think she well, would anyway. anyway. But okay, anyway. Tony, thanks for the message. <laughs> Absolutely, um, and, Tony uh, did
0: record. Yeah, Tony, your skin you. looks great, by the way. Thank you. It's called a Zoom filter, and I'm very, oh, very happy. Well, I use that. Yeah. Yeah. So well, you're a very,
2: very handsome man, Tony. It's nice to meet the face behind the voice.
0: Correct. Bless you. Thank you. So I can see you what the Glickman sees in you. So I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank, <that. you. laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. That's oh, very thank sweet. You. That is sweet. <laughs>
1: yeah. Have thank a good
0: you. record. Okay, okay. Bye, Tony.
1: Now, Jessica, can I get down to some business before we get to these cues?
2: Of course.
1: Okay, good. Have you tried, by the way, have you tried the Negrana yet?
2: Oh, my God. It's delicious.
1: Delicious.
2: I cracked it open the moment I got it. I've drunk through one, okay? And I purchased another one. Where is it? I is want that to true? Yes. I purchased another one. Gorgeous. I served it, actually, at one of my Hollywood parties. Oh, um, you did? Yes, yes, and everyone loved it. Everyone yeah. loved it. Okay, um, but yes, isn't this a beautiful bottle? It's a
1: gorgeous bottle. I it's gotta say, I'm on my so second gorgeous. bottle too. I yes. am actually taking one to a friend's house tonight, which will oh, be great. Oh,
2: nice! Yeah, oh, how nice. But yes, this is just—it's stunning, and it came with all these little treats and treasures. You yes. Know, um, coaster and a little a little bag. Now, did you get? Let me ask you, did you get a bag I like I this or just I didn't. me?
1: No, I didn't yeah, get the Okay.
2: Bag. So this is what they would call in the business uh swag bag. So I got no. all these little treats and treasures in here and yeah. um very, very, very lovely. I know. I one really time I got a round it. brush. Oh, did you?
1: Yeah. It was a that, <laughs> that and a bag. When I went wow. to the Grammy Awards. <laughs>
2: well, wow.
1: Nothing else in it.
2: Good for you. I do have a story, which is that Please. one time. One time Lennon and I, I'm going to just drop our bitch routine because to be honest with you, Brian, I, I, love you. I, love you. I love you. I love you. I would love for us to join forces. I'm I know that we're like, hair. listen, we're like two, you know, uh, it's like the comedy and tragedy mask. You know, one doesn't Absolutely. work without the other in, in Rana's life. So and Rana
1: thinks basically we're both trash. I mean, so we he, are united in that. <laughs>
2: Exactly. And she's there to help us. So, so let's, let's share, let's share notes. But anyway, one story I did have to tell was Lennon and I were, uh, asked to present at something, um, an award, not, we weren't receiving one and we weren't really fit for public consumption. Okay. (laughs) We had crawled out of the, of the edit room. I looked a little like that, um,
1: is this when you were what doing is, playing house? Is that yeah? Is this that is this where you is when we were playing
2: house, and we would go into the edit room for like almost three or four months, and I wouldn't get my roots done, and and I looked like that little animal. What's the little animal that sits next to Jabba the Hut? You know that oh, little, I, you, I, you know he I looks do. like a little gremlin, like a prototype yes, of a gremlin. Yes. So I looked like that, but yet we we <laughs> we tried to gussy ourselves up, and we didn't really rehearse our bit. And it bombed. I mean, I have never bombed harder than this. It right. was so disturbing Awful. that I actually stopped speaking for the first time in my life on stage and poor Lennon had to like vamp. It was horrible. And so we decided to cut out early and hit the, uh, the gifting suite. Great. And Lennon and I love a gifting suite. We'll take, better? we'll take anything. I don't mm. care, like one of those pillows where you remember there were pillows where the um, the sequins you could go down and yes, up. it would be a different. It was like an ombre it's pillow. It's pillow. That's yes. right. Yes. I'll take one of those. I'll take whatever you got to offer. Um, so we loaded it all into a suitcase, a rolling suitcase that was also a giveaway, and we were trying to get out. We were trying to leave. <laughs> And the only way out was, like, behind the stage where the audience could see us, but we didn't realize it. And so mid-wheel, we kind of got froze, <laughs> looked out, and saw, like, Chelsea Handler's round table staring at us. Like, where? first of all, where did they go? And why are they sneaking out, like, fucking, you know, the Grinch? Rolling
1: back at Nuns on the Run. Yeah, totally. It was
2: just <laughs> terrible.
1: That's anyway, amazing.
2: Yeah, that I was a say, tough day.
1: I got to say the rolling bag, that's a good gifting suite.
2: Well, one time I got, um, not to brag, but I got a Swiss Army makes makes a rolling, a hard shell case, which I know people are on different sides of. You know, some people say, right. oh, get a duffel. You can fit more in. Exactly. I disagree. This thing you I can like shove I like to be limited. Yes. But also if you want to shove stuff in this, this is meant to be dropped from like a mountaintop and still survive. And so that's what I like to use. Yeah, that was my best. And now I'll never buy one outright because God knows I don't know. No, they're giving them away
1: all the time if you're in Hollywood. Exactly.
2: Exactly.
1: Exactly.
2: So So I'm glad that
1: we have both made this the summer of the Negrana and that we're living. Are you just having a fabulous summer with it? You're having the best time.
2: I really am. It's my shot girl summer. I went away for the first time. Where did you go? I went to New Hampshire to visit my
1: parents. I was just in Rhode Island. When were you in New Hampshire? Were you really? Yeah. What part of New Hampshire are you from? Or you um, I alarm. am
2: from, no, I'm from about 20 minutes from Dartmouth. Okay, where cool. D- where Dartmouth is, but it rained. Did it ra- rain for you for most Wait, of your journey?
1: Because of Elsa. That's right. That's right. Right. Let it go,
2: let it go. Completely. Twenty out of twenty-five days I was there, it poured rain. And I gotta tell you, I still had a good time because I wasn't in these four walls. I totally get it.
1: And it was also the kind of thing where every time the clouds would break for five seconds, if they did it all. Yes. I would run to the ocean and jump in and then run back out. And I felt so active.
2: Me too. It was very Danielle Steel. Like I was wrapped in yes. sometimes in a cashmere, and then the sun would come out, and I immediately stripped down. You yes. Know, it- yeah, I felt exactly, like Catherine so. Hepburn
1: every morning, yes, yes. just getting that salt air. Yeah. living the hard way. Yes, Yankee style.
2: You know, her skin must have been tough stuff towards the end. I know we never really <laughs> saw her in a fil- without like the many
1: filters that I wish they
2: still had. Yeah, but of she course. seemed to really like live with the elements. You know, oh, and I feel definitely. like Rana would have had a lot to say about that.
1: She is probably the only person who was Lyme disease proof cuz all she did yeah, yeah. was walk and swim where ticks breed that's, all, that's at, right. every given moment and go get like some horrible bitter chocolate as like a treat <laughs> Like that was yes. you know what I mean? She did everything yes. taping up her boots and walking around and
2: Yeah, you know. to the extreme. And imagine if she'd gotten filler, how different her face would have looked. Very, Do you know what I mean? Imagine yes. it would have today's been today's Catherine Hepburn would be unrecognizable.
1: Do you want to hear a really good Catherine Hepburn story? Yes. And then we're gonna to get to the show. It's not sure, about sure. me and her. I've certainly it's never not. been in her company. Sure. But Barbara Walters one time interviewed her. And okay. As you can imagine, Catherine Everett hates an interviewer. Oh, really? Hates as, as it. Hates time. it. Takes her. Hates it
2: means it. she has to take a break from like exactly. mountain mountain trekking.
1: <laughs> exactly. Putting or, leaves or all over her.
2: Bareback horseback riding.
1: Exactly. She was absolutely. And by the way, you know, she really hated safe sex. I do remember that about her.
2: Really? Is yeah. That she,
1: true? She only, <laughs> only bareback because she thought the other was a cheat. She was like, listen, I can handle anything. Give it to me. It kind of is. Yeah, exactly.
2: All right, go ahead.
1: Okay. So Barbara Walters was interviewing her and she was asking some dumb question about the fact that Catherine Hepburn wore pants so much.
2: Sure, and sure. I so said to
1: Catherine Hepburn, she said, um, do you own a skirt? And Katherine Hepburn goes, I she goes, I own one and I'll wear it to your funeral. <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's it.
2: good.
0: So download the free Anka app now or go to Anka.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss.
1: All right, Jessica, we're not here to talk about Catherine Hepburn all day. Sure. A- and sure. we're not here to fight, as we also just discussed. No, no, no. We are here to help people. Oh, I should also say go to Nagrana.com for the Nagrana, Go to AskGranacoffee.com for our delicious, gorgeous coffee. But Ugh. really, what we're here to do is to help a lot of people. Right, right. So right. uh let's get into some questions. How does that sound?
2: Okay, let's get into some cues.
1: Okay. I will read this first one. Okay. You know, usually I let Ronna pick who's gonna read the first one, but um sort of you're since in I'm in charge, the Ronna, you're in charge, guess, you're in charge. Dear Ronna and Brian. So I'm putting an X through that. Dear Brian and Jessica. Okay. A few years ago, right before I moved out of my old condo building, a new neighbor moved in across the hall from me. I could tell he was family, if you catch my drift. And he wasn't bad looking. So I'm guessing that means he was gay.
2: He was gay. Okay, I've never heard that phrase before.
1: Because it's a very Quentin Crisp.
2: Is it? I've never, <laughs> never heard. That's like when gay people had to wear, men had to wear, like, a put a little pocket, uh, a, you know, a pocket neckerchief Signal. or whatever. To signal that that Exa- they were down to clown. This sure.
1: is like no coward's sure. private lives move.
2: That's right. Okay. Are
1: they family? So apparently yeah, yeah. this guy's family. Okay, okay, so he's gay. If you catch my drift. And he wasn't bad looking. So I made okay. an effort to be friendly to him. Okay. He invited that was generous. He invited me over for a drink shortly after he moved in and poured us a very expensive bottle of wine while telling me he was an 18-year-old college freshman from a wealthy European family. Huh. Mm. He didn't want to live in the school dorm, so he convinced his father to buy him a condo, even though he would have, quote, preferred something a little more high-end. Eye-rolling at the subtle dig, I decided this kid, 11 years my junior, wasn't anyone I wanted to spend any more time with. Furthermore, it was starting to become clear that the boy had carnal intentions. So I excused myself across the hall. Later that night, I got a text from him asking me in no uncertain terms. This is like Maggie Smith wrote this letter.
0: Yes. yes.
1: (laughs) So fancy. (laughs) Later that night, I got a text from him asking me in no uncertain terms to come over so he could, that's his ahem, perform oral sex on me. (laughs) I told him I was.
2: (laughs) Wait a second. If you're going to, if I thought he was just going to leave it at uh, ahem and we're going to fill in the blanks. No,
1: no. This is where, this is where he became a dirty dog like the rest of us. Okay. I told him I was flattered, but I wasn't interested. His reply, quote, fuck me then?
0: Question mark?
2: (laughs) Wait a second. If you don't want to get a blowjob, which takes almost no effort at all. None. You're going to then, as a second option, want to put in that kind of cardio work? (laughs) That's crazy.
1: I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Easy. As it's like, you're right, you're right. Fuck me.
2: No. Also, I don't know if I pass up a free blowjob from across the hall from a very good looking never in a million
1: man. years. I don't
2: think I would. Like that's no, no strings attached. No
1: strings attached. And by the I way, I, I'm with you. I, it's very that's very difficult. For the, but but again, are you
2: ever going to regret a free blowjob given to you with exactly. no strings attached? Are you going to regret that? No. Only probably if
1: not. you're Harold Pinter, like the writer here. That's right. Here. That's right. His reply fuck me then. Again, I politely refused. Minutes later, I heard a knock on my front door and opened <gasps> it to find him fanning 10 $100 bills what? in the doorway. <laughs> I, this is one of the greatest questions we ever had. I just wanted to say, Ron is really board. missing out. I'm this on is, board I am on board for too. this. I was shocked by the proposition, but it made for a good story to recount to my friends over boozy brunches afterwards. When I initially told my friends that I turned down the money, money most of them seemed to think I'd made the wrong decision. A thousand dollars and he wasn't even ugly? Why not? Exactly. But here's, exactly. But here's the thing. I've continually lied to my friends about that night. And in reality, I did go through with it.
2: Now this guy sounds like a psychopath Totally (laughs) Why would you not
1: Honestly I just got A steak was just placed in front of me And I'm now relishing this Wow Not wanting to deal with the shame of it I thought it better to keep what happened that night to myself Except then you told your friends
2: And they said you should have done it So where's the shame? you're You're right Where's the shame?
1: I moved out of the building within weeks of that particular rendezvous And thought that I wouldn't have any more contact with the guy However, fast forward three years later, and I find out that a casual friend I had all but lost touch with during the pandemic has been dating him for the past 18 months.
2: Oh, man. I
1: had all but lost touch with, oh, no, excuse me. In itself, it wouldn't be anything scandalous. When we got back in touch to the point that I could ask my friend about his new beau, however, I discovered that my former John might have misrepresented himself for the duration of the relationship. For one thing, he told my friend that he was 25 years old when they first started dating. And by my count, he would at most be 21. He also told my friend that he bought his condo on his own before (laughs) he decided to go back to school and has asked my friend for money to help with the mortgage. Most (gasps) egregiously, however, he also told him that he had never been with a man before they got together. Meanwhile, he's sending texts to men, fuck me then. Wow. I'm sure this is a situation where I need to mind my own business, but my friend is one of the most honest and kind people I know, and I believe he deserves to be in an honest relationship. Rana, Brian, should I tell my friend he might be getting hoodwinked by his partner, even if it might mean revealing one of my most shameful secrets? Much of love, course. the one-time whore. Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. What do you think? Wow. What uh, do you think? What would well. you do?
2: One thousand. First of all, I my first apartment that I sublet from. I was in New York and I had to go to L.A. for pilot season, and I didn't have a a, a penny to rub together. Sure, and I did an apartment swap that I. That I placed the ad on Craigslist. You can come live in my apartment, and I'll come live in yours. And it was this man who who called himself a personal chef, and it was in West Hollywood, and he was going to come live with me, or in my place. Sure. So I cannot, I literally, truly cannot believe I did this. But I show By the way, up. So
1: far, though, sounds like a good switch, West Hollywood, and then yeah, great. him in New York. Great. Yeah, why not? Exactly. You have yeah. me
2: pictures, blah blah. So I show up, and Jason Manzukis is with me. Okay. uh, Comedian. Friend of the show, yes. And college, uh, you know, one of my college best friends. And he immediately, upon walking into the apartment, said, this guy is a psycho. And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, well, okay. He has photocopies of Britney Spears framed on the wall, all over the wall.
1: Okay.
0: Then he
2: opened up all the DVDs, empty, no DVDs. Okay. A TV that didn't work, and then a life size, a gigantic dollhouse next to his bed. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "This person is a psychopath.
0: I mean, and so, something yeah, bad right.
2: is going to happen to you." Well, he ended up stealing four thousand dollars from me. He wrote all these bad checks, and then like he was he writing dis-
1: checks from your account or something.
2: He, yes, yes, and then and then. When I the night before I was going to sh- tape my pilot I come home and the and there's a lock on the door from the sheriff's department because it turned out this wasn't his apartment at all.
1: He was squatting?
2: He was being a kept man by an older married gentleman who found out that he left town and went to New York City okay and was like fuck this and locked the door okay i couldn't get my stuff oh. i had to like at like 8 p.m at night figure out what to do finally got got into my things and i was like listen i i want to get that money back this is now i'm like so enraged and the bank didn't care i want to get my money back and jason said let me take a shit in his closet
1: oh <gasps> <laughs> oh this is like the letter It's going places I couldn't ever even imagine.
2: He said, he's not going to know until it's too late what's happened there. And you're never going to get that money back. And I said, absolutely not. That's insane. And I never saw the money. And actually, when my friend went to my apartment to make sure to get him out of there, he left the door open. Okay, wide open in New York City. He had house music blaring from, and it had been going on since like 10 p.m. the night before. Okay. And he had a straight porn running on my TV. He had downloaded in the last 24 hours, like 31 straight porns. Okay, on like pay-per-view, right? This is before you could really sure. get everything so he's you running wanted. up the
1: bills, no problem.
2: Then there was a half- e- <laughs> Oh my a half-eaten Entman's chocolate cake with a butcher knife in it and a half-empty bottle of Aquanet on the, on, the, <laughs> on the coffee table. And I never saw him again until he emailed me to say, what the fuck, you didn't water my plants. And I regret every day of my life that I didn't let Jason take a shit in that man's closet.
1: By the way, Jason saying this man is a psychopath is, was actually, who would have thought it was the biggest understatement of a lifetime?
2: Yes. And, you know, that's the thing. He's, like, built to, you know, I used to take him to whatever apartment I was going to rent or sublet, like, in New York. And I would say, find the areas that a predator could lurk. I would say, where where could someone get me at night? I was so convinced that yes. everyone wanted to get to me. Of course. You know, even yeah. though I had you know, Hugh Grant's haircut from Four Weddings and a <laughs> Funeral, like nobody <laughs> wanted me. It's the big city. Yeah, but he would be like, here, 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 run past here. You know and oh I'd be God. like, okay. So anyway, so that is to be said, all of that is to say, there is no shame in accepting a free blow job. Absolutely, he should have done it. And he should just say, listen, that was pre-pandemic me was shameful. Now I'm all about vulnerability. I'm all about openness and I'm ready to come clean. And absolutely, he should alert his friend because I'm telling you, it is not going anywhere good.
1: I got to say, I'm glad he held out for money. I may that might not have been his original intention. (laughs) Maybe deep down, he thought like, well, no, I'm not going to do this for free. But I'm glad you held out for the money. That's whatever you should move to Hollywood because- Jessica Sinclair, that's the key. You always that's hold what out.
2: Meryl Streep says there's always more money. You that's have to exactly just go back to the table, go right. back to the table. Now, wait, I, I'm wondering, though, did he get the money for just having somebody blow him? Or did he have to fuck that guy? It's interesting. We don't know. Would love a follow-up. We'd love to hear I that. I
1: don't know what I would do. I actually don't know what I would do if I opened my door and there was <laughs> someone of any age, of any look. Fanning themselves with $10, dollars bills.
0: I don't know what I'm doing. If
1: I (laughs) open the door and someone was fanning themselves, period, I would just be like, I
2: can I tell you though, I Blanche possibly, when you said fanning, I thought maybe fanning was like a millennial word for standing there with a rock hard. Dom. That's what I thought fanning was. Like, Oh, I fanned her, you know, like, or something. I didn't know that. So now I'm getting the image he's fanning it like a Gone yeah. with the Wind type of situation. So
1: Blanche Dubois, exactly. Just vapors, oh, the whole God, business. That's good. Yeah, you gotta tell your friend. I, you I gotta I mean, tell your friend. And it's really... Listen, I think when some... Maybe I'm wrong here, but I have done a thing, and I've had a friend who's done a thing, where one time I was apartment sitting in New York. I was watching Mm -hmm. someone's apartment that was way fancier than mine. It was like a friend of mine's aunt. Sure, And I remember I like wanted to, I was very young, but I wanted to hook up in it. And I remember being like, I am gonna act like this is like my place, and I'm like this young savant. And so they came over, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's just my piano, and yeah, I play piano, and whatever." And like it was just
2: my piano. Every twenty five year old (laughs) has a struggling (laughs) actor has a (laughs) grand piano in their foyer.
1: (laughs) It was an insane piano. I love to just just my piano exactly. That's yes. I have two levels. Unwinding (laughs) exactly the whole business. Um, I'm unwind. I like to come home, kick off my shoes,
2: <laughs> just unwind. unwind. With some with some show tunes, you know. Absolutely,
1: just, uh, just a just a nice rhapsody in blue to close <laughs> the night off. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I have a friend who did the uh, exact same thing I did, and then halfway through the charade, the person who so was he, my friend was watching a nice apartment. The person goes. I mean, I've been here a few times. Like I know oh, who, no,
2: who owns oh, the apartment. <laughs>
1: no, and was like, and I, I know it's not you who owns the apartment. And my <gasps> friend truly did fuck me then at the end because he was like, oh, are you still down? Are you like, still
2: down to clown? Because I, a, I can't. Re- I, know. I I don't know what I would do. I'm me actually neither. burning up thinking about I what it's I would so do. So uncomfortable.
1: So I get someone lying. Yeah. When yeah, you yeah, first yeah. meet someone to, like, turn someone on. But that's only if it's going to be, like, a one-night thing. And it would be like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I pretended da da da, da yes. Like, I was this count from another country. Right. That's, like, role play, basically. Yes. But this is someone who you kept running into and who, He's a, I
2: think. He's a grifter. He's a, he's a gr- he's a, he's completely. an old-fashioned grifter. He'd roll yeah. into town with his yes. potions and his lotions. Absolutely. You know, everyone you would buy oil. it except for Rana, And then he'd roll out with all of our money. No. That's right. And and, you know, the other Pied thing, piper. if you want to be discreet, you can say to your friend, listen, I'm only going to tell you that I lied because I'm so embarrassed. Please yeah. keep that secret. But you're, this person you're dating is a psycho. But then here, here's what he has to be careful of, that there might be some— lashing back from that from that man he might be like a talented Mr Ripley we don't know i was going to say that
1: man sort of makes me a little bit nervous because that yes. is like w- way that is just almost professional lying at that point
2: So then I would cover my tracks even more which I would say to the friend listen Do not say that I told you this. Mm -hmm. And don't even say that you know me because I don't want this psycho coming after me, please. But I'm doing this to alert you. But we got to cover our tracks because we don't know what this guy is capable of.
1: Yeah. I mean, he clearly is just trying to be a different person with everyone he hooks up with. And I mean, that is really crazy. It's so crazy to give someone $1,000 to sleep with them and then ask for help with your mortgage. Honestly, though, it sounded like from the beginning, this guy was lying. Yeah. I don't know what person who has all that says, like, oh, I'm he didn't loyalty have and I da da, da, da da. He didn't have any of it. He didn't have Brian, any of it.
2: Brian, you're so trusting. Even you want to give this guy the benefit of the doubt <laughs> because he's so good looking. We've never even met him. But we yes, these him. are the but these are the people who end up being successful at pulling these cons. They have not to, really. first of all, you have to be a narcissist to think that it's okay to tell all these lies and Absolutely. steal stuff. I remember being so horrified. I was like, who writes? A check from my checkbook. Now, why did I leave a, a bunch of loose checks around my apartment in New York? That's yep. on me. You okay. know what you
1: need to do. There's an article, what? and this is to the this is to one time War. There's an article. I think it was in the New York Times this week that says what to do when a narcissist knows you know. Basically, are you kidding me? This yes. is
2: exactly what he need. Why are we even okay, read this? this I this is just remembered. What, it. Read it.
1: Read this article because it was sort of like when they find out that you know what they're up to, how to handle that. Read that. But also, I agree. You have to tell your friend. And it sounds like this is a really close friend and a trusting one. So I I think you said it the best, Jessica. I think set yourself up to where – and protect yourself with this, but also share the information. I don't think you keep this to yourself.
2: post-pandemic, I'm all about honesty. Me too. I'm all about, like, I don't want to carry this shit, okay? If this is going to, like, weigh me down or piss me off if I don't say something, just say it. You know what I mean? And -hmm. just say it plainly. Even if it's to say I fucked up. Hey, yeah. I'm sorry I fucked up. Like that's the quickest way out of out of a jam. This also, all this lying, we don't have the time for it. We're busy trying to protect ourselves from a deadly virus.
1: Absolutely I couldn't agree more. And the thousand dollars for you sounds like it was sort of a kink anyway. It doesn't sound like you needed it, which would have been that fine sounds- if you did. But this was just a fun thing. I mean, why not? Yeah. Sounds have great. no shame about this. We're post no, no, shame no. at this point. No, no, no. Jessica would you like to read the next one Or would you like me to continue It's totally up well, to
2: you Well let me find Let me find No go ahead I I'll like read listening it. I'll to your voice
1: it. Oh you're so sweet You know Rona okay. says that to me too She says she loves listening to me read Does so she?
2: Anyways, That's interesting she Because she's had She's doing um, Putting out a book And I'm doing the voiceover for it I'm surprised that um, I mean I'm doing the audio book I'm, I'm surprised she didn't um, Throw that bone your way Are you
1: doing her voice? <laughs>
2: No, I'm just reading it. You know how some people, you know, when you're really famous, you write a book, but then you have like, you know, somebody even more, you know, famous right. record it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. So okay. anyway, but yeah, but yeah anyway. that's exciting. Get to the next question.
1: Okay. Well, for everyone relax and take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dear Rana and Brian, an incredible guest, if applicable. Well, yes, we do have a guest today. She is okay. firmly a guest guest and okay
2: sort of second, okay but you
1: know guest stars aren't um regulars you know okay
2: <laughs> yeah i don't that's know. True. You know you
1: probably but know.
2: sometimes you get elevated sometimes that's you true. do so well in season one that the fans are going wild and the writers they just love it and then they just put you you know they put they they re-up your contract okay
1: you know what you're making me feel like now rudy on cosby show but when she got older Oh, I'm
2: so sorry. I don't know why this keeps coming out of me. Well, I'll tell you, Because it's her. I'm obviously it's jealous too. Listen, Rana's time is so limited. It's okay? so
1: limited that when she I- shines that light on you.
2: That's right. It's, it, it's anybody wants to fight for it. It's like when there's a bunch of, you know, pigs born and they're all trying to get at the nipple, petite, you know, and, and one is going to be left to the wayside and not, and, and have a failure to thrive. And That's let's right. not have that be you or I, No, okay? we
1: are not runts in this world.
2: No, we're not.
1: D- okay, so dear Jessica and Brian, I'm a huge – oh, well, no, Ron and Brian, I'm a huge fan of your show. I've been listening to Brian ever since he started Attitudes, a.k.a. Throwing mm-hmm. Shade. I always value your advice, and listening to the podcast has been such a joy through lockdown. Now I need your advice. In short, my question is this. What do I do with my ex-boyfriend's dead grandma's painting? A little background. I'm a New Yorker.
2: Wait finally- back up again. Dead Boyfriends? No,
1: ex-boyfriends. Boyfriends, dead, dead, dead grandma's painting.
2: Painting. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, well, by the okay. way, your
1: ex-boyfriend sounds like a real treat <laughs> that he didn't want that back.
2: And stuff. I mean, Another that poor narcissist grandmother. coming our way. Absolutely. God, that they're poor everywhere. Woman.
1: No one, <laughs> no dead grandmother wants their painting in the wrong hands.
2: They really don't. No. That's keeping them from crossing over to the other side, you know? <laughs> That's the kind of shit that has you come back. All Can right.
1: You imagine if a painting my grandmother made was in someone's house she never met. God. Who had it's bad blood with my family?
2: Exactly. No, thank you. Okay.
1: I'm a New Yorker and I'm finally about to move to a new apartment in the city after 10 years in my current place, thanks to rent stabilization. This move is a physical and emotional upgrade. Finally, a nice updated apartment with a washer and dryer and a fresh start. The problem is when my ex-boyfriend moved out four years ago now, he left behind a painting his grandmother (laughs) made. (laughs) One at the time, I don't mind laughing. One at the time, I insisted we hang on the wall, even though it didn't look good, but it made us feel good. I took the painting down about two years ago and replaced it with new art, so it's been sitting in a corner for a while. It's a long story why I ended things with my ex, but we lived together for over a year in this apartment and had a lot of happy and hard memories here. I've dated since, but nothing serious. It's part of the reason I'm moving, to really finally detach. But as I pack the painting, this is the saddest sentence, but as I pack, the painting remains. Wow. After my ex moved out, his beloved grandma, the painter, passed away. His cousin told me on Facebook and says it was close to the breakup. I reached out with my condolences to my ex. His grandma was a lovely woman who was always kind to me.
2: Oh, God.
1: It's, not, it's not funny at all. It's just this poor painting. I actually feel badly for the painting. Yeah. And, and, of course, the grandmother. His grandma was a lovely woman who was always kind to me, and my ex, my ex felt close to her. But the painting is a reminder. Of that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so funny. I'm so sorry.
2: It really sounds like one of those remember one of those movies, it's like, you know, a young Julianne Moore would star in where like you find a painting and you go back in time and realize like, a this is from a woman. The hours. From, yes. Yeah, from the Blitz. And then like, you know, you also find love while you're researching it in Germany. Absolutely. It's a yeah, real yeah, yeah.
1: Sandra Bullock, the Lake House yes, meets yes, the hours. Yeah.
2: a lot of time travel.
1: Do you want to know my favorite line from the lake house?
2: Well, you know, I've never seen it, <laughs> oh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Tonight. Drop
1: everything.
2: <laughs> I'm going to. I'm not joking. How has that not entered my consciousness?
1: It is the most confusing. I still don't really understand it, but my right, favorite right, right. line is she's writing a letter to Keanu Reeves. And Very he like much. just made a joke in his last letter. Yeah. And so she goes, What did you have? Clowns for breakfast?
2: What? (laughs) Who wrote that line? See, that's when everybody was on Coke and writing these movies in five seconds. They were like, look, we
1: know we can sell it. Let's stop trying. So, but the painting is a reminder of him and his family, and it's not my taste, and I don't think it will work in my new apartment. We haven't spoken in probably three years. What do I do with this painting? Throwing it away or donating it feels cruel. Reaching out to my ex to give it back feels very scary and loaded. I feel a lot of guilt for ending the relationship and often imagine getting back together during this last year a bad idea. What should I do with this painting? Do I just move it to every home I live in for the rest of my life? Any advice would be so appreciated. I've attached a picture. I don't see it. Oh, shit. I need to see this. I've attached a picture. Thank you. Please don't use my real name, R. Dante, if for any reason you have access to the Ask Grana email, please, I just want to see it. And if we can cut it out if it feels too personal, but I'm just dying to see this painting. Okay. Wow. Um, well, first of all, I just want to say, it sounds like this was a hard breakup, especially because I don't know this guy, but the sense I'm getting is if you really didn't want to break up with him, but you knew it was good for you, I feel like probably there was some emotional manipulation or emotional abuse, maybe That's, something that, you know, it is, is, did so you feel that way too?
2: No, because this is how you and I are like the fraternal twins, you know, and we're seeing life in a different way. I'm okay. thinking to myself, you must go to him. That this was true love. I'm serious. When he got to the part where he says, reaching out to my ex to give it back feels very scary and loaded. I'm like, you must do the thing that scares you most. That's an Eleanor Roosevelt quote. You got to go for it. Okay? (laughs) You got to
1: go back. Would it scare you to reach out to the man you apartment swapped with? (laughs)
2: Listen. We're not. You're back in the first letter. I'm in the present moment here. I we don't know. We don't know why they broke up. That's true. It sounds like he feels guilty about why they broke up. So if anything, maybe he had commitment issues. We don't know. But he wants another chance. And I feel like if I'm really going forward with this theory, it's that this grandmother, this dead grandmother wants these two together and that's why this painting remains and that's the movie i want to see
1: i want to okay? see that movie too because it's a lot more fun and sandy b could do it no question yeah of
2: course she can of course no she can uh, quite it. frankly i'd see her do it now i don't even Needs, need oh, like no early sandy b no i see this Right. She's like divorced. She's been through it. And then she realizes she finds the painting and she realizes she has to get back in touch with that boyfriend who maybe yep. had a substance abuse problem, but he's cleared it up
1: and changed his life. something. She's now had a very long career, but I don't want her to ever take a break. I love her. I love oh, her movies. Oh,
2: she's, it's like watching Simone Biles. It's a perfect 10 Completely. every single time.
1: She sticks the landing every, every single time. She time. can do
2: comedy. She could do drama. drama. She could do it sisterhood all. Sisterhood of the Yaya. Remember the Yaya yes, sisterhood? Yes, the traveling I mean,
1: Yaya yes. sisterhood, yes. I
2: would even, I'd even watch that again.
1: Me too. You Me know, too. I'd watch Numbers. Yes, yes. I'd watch Miss Congeniality.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> no I mean, anytime Steve, she comes on, any anytime time she comes on TBS, I'm staying. Same. Right. But Cancel all I'm plants. saying is
1: this person said they thought it was a bad idea if they got together, but they want to be back together with them. So that's why I feel like maybe this person's done a number on you. But maybe not. Jessica, you might be right. Maybe it's – maybe just throw caution to the wind and g- embrace why not? this person. Again,
2: we're living through a deadly pandemic. If not now, then when? Sure. You know, you you reach back out to him. You get confirmation that he's a psycho. Okay. Then you move on with your life with no regrets. Again, he's carrying – the physical painting with him, but he's the, the also writer carrying is a woman, the I should regrets.
1: Say I should say that. Which is why did
2: I picture? Maybe it's because
1: of, everyone who writes in is gay, and so this maybe is- maybe
2: that's <laughs> it. I was picturing, <laughs> I was <laughs> picturing Michael Yuri you know, paired like with a it. with a handsome up and comer. You know, we don't a fresh face in sure. this movie in this indie. Okay, um, okay, fine. It doesn't change it though. They're they're carrying around the regret. Of whatever it was, the fact that maybe this was the one that got away, how they handled it. Either way, there's a conversation that needs to be had. Okay. So go for it.
1: So I'm disagreeing with you completely. Okay. I think I think she's had to get away from him for some reason. I think I think really this is where it goes more, Julia Robertson. It might be a sleeping with the enemy.
2: Sleeping with the enemy. Now exactly. I'm I'm hearing you. It's scary. When so, you heard scary, you thought physically
1: scary. <laughs> I thought just someone's gonna have to dive into an ocean and swim for their lives. Right. And then- that's right. Get out of the water. First thing, get a haircut.
2: That's right. That's right. Go under underground.
1: Dance in your kitchen and then right, right, right. wait in fear for the rest of your life.
2: Right. That's right. Um,
1: no, I just, I just have a feeling that maybe he might have done a little number on her. Not physically, just in general. But uh, what would I do with this fucking painting?
2: Marie Kondo would say you say... Thank you for the joy that it brought you. Thank you. And and then you move on. And that is, now I'm fully going in the other direction, which is to say, you're getting a fresh start. And maybe there's a way in which you feel guilty about, about letting the pain go. Sometimes we have a hard time letting go that sad story, but you've got a new apartment. Why would we drag the old drama with us?
1: And why would you, going back to my initial thing, why would you store it somewhere? You don't, don't store it. Don't just
2: get rid of it. Donate it. I think bring you're right. it over to a, a place that, you know, you, you think does good work and give it to somebody that will, you know, they'll, they'll buy it and that money will go to a good place. And you know what? Here's the thing. That's on your part. That's on your ex. If he, if he comes a call in for a painting 10 years ago that he left, I mean, that's on him. He doesn't even care about the painting.
1: You could even, I mean, this might be too much work, but you could even like take it to a senior center or, you know what I mean, somewhere that maybe could use a little juz or a little brightness or something. But this could bring other people joy. And you could look at that part of it in terms of like incentive to donate because it actually could mean more to someone else than it does to you. And it's not a reflection on the grandmother. It's just, yeah, you can't carry that around.
2: You can't carry that around. And also, you know, I think the pandemic gave us a lot of time to think and it's not always a good thing to think because we weren't doing. Do you know what I mean? All we had were our past memories. Let's have new. Let's make new memories. You know. Let's not Clean go back slate. to the past. So I've I've given you two widely different opinions, and you neither know what, which though? were helpful.
1: I think no, they were. I, I I do think that there's no shame in in making this a bright spot for someone else and not for yourself. And I don't think you should reach out to this person. I just don't. Yeah, I don't either. Um, and uh i guess you know we'll hear it from ron if she feels differently <gasps> oh my god the hang picture? on yeah
2: oh wow
1: Maybe it hasn't opened for me yet are you seeing it
2: i'm seeing it for for your listeners it is it looks like um i don't know if it's watercolor or mixed media but it's and i think this <laughs> I think is really big. really really important it's one person in yeah. a canoe
1: paddling you know alone in a in a lake that's not in long. a
2: lake, and that is why the 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 spirit of this grandmother who I believe also liked this woman is saying it's time for you to continue to paddle by yourself get off of that canoe and walk into the forest and see what what life is going to bring you there's not two people in that canoe I think that's very interesting
1: do you want to know something else about this painting what I like it.
2: I do too. It's I very wouldn't charming. throw it away. I would. Yeah, it's a cute little thing, and someone's going to snap it right up. No, but not kid. you. No, not don't, you. You don't need but, bad memories around. You don't need them.
1: If I saw this in a donation center, I would look twice at it. Absolutely, I think it's really just cute. Put it in
2: a little little corner of your house, just a little surprise. Maybe yeah, in a bathroom and a guest bathroom.
1: Bathroom would be great for this, and I yeah. don't mean that as a dig. I mean it would just look great in a bathroom.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. Well, I think we solved that one. We have one more, Jessica. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Dear Ronner, Brian, and potential guest, Jessica St. Clair. Okay. I'm wondering if you can help finally solve the most hotly contested issue across the city of Los Angeles and one of the most unresolved arguments on every neighborhood next door. Okay. Okay, this will be a good question. Is it okay to throw your dog's poop in someone else's trash can? To be clear, I'm referring to the black outdoor trash bin, not a public dumpster. People are simply obsessed with arguing about this issue over and over again and come up with crazy rules and justifications for their positions, i.e. it's fine unless it's within six hours after the trash is collected. I've do never heard that excuse. It's not fine because someone else's child may have a weak immune system. It's Mm. okay as long as you tie the bag. Personally, I think it's fine. It's not like you're sticking your head in the garbage bin or licking it or even bringing it inside, (laughs)
2: That's right. That's not
1: the same thing. (laughs) I have two big dogs. Honestly, I would rather someone stick their head in my garbage can and then pull out than throw something in it. (laughs) Throw a bunch of poop in there. Exactly. Like, stick your head in it all you want. Okay. Uh, Personally, I think it's fine. It's not – okay. I have two big dogs, though, and being able to free up a hand from a full poop bag really makes a walk easier. (laughs) So I guess I'm biased. I also (laughs) – I, because otherwise it's like holding dumbbells. I also think if you're so concerned about dog shit in your can, but you can leave the can at the curb all week, you're asking for it. Looking forward wow. to your answers so we can finally put this hot topic to bed. All the best. Sarah, feel free to use my name. P.S. I had somewhere between a romantic and sex dream about Rana recently.
0: And wow. it was
1: hot, ta, 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 ta. Nothing happened other than our thighs were touching. But I could feel the electricity between us for real. I know Rana isn't gay, but I am, and I loved it. (laughs) Wow!
2: It's very merchant ivory, isn't it? Just like a little, like a, a passage peak of the to wrist. India. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. I gotta
1: say, Rana is a very sensual person.
2: Oh, absolutely! Hun- the way she savors things. Do you know? Even when she- the way she speaks, she savors things.
1: I totally you know? agree. She
2: enjoys life to the fullest. You can like imagine if you've her. Have you ever
1: heard her say the word fresh?
2: Yes, that's fresh. how she says it. Fresh. Yeah, fresh. Yeah, everything about her is very carnal in a way. You have a feeling that she's lived life to the fullest, you know? Completely. And that makes her sexy um, I totally amongst agree. other things. Um about her. But okay, what do you Give think? Give it to
1: us. I think it's perfectly fine. I so think cuz I. I, I do it even.
2: I do it too and I will tell you I get a little thrill sometimes especially when you have to run up kind of onto the property and do yep. it. Yeah. And I also think the people who leave a note that says, like, do not throw your poop in here. I'm like, that cues to me you're not a dog person, so yep. I'm not interested in you. And that you've got control issues. You know, let your garbage can be what it is. It's a receptacle for garbage. Let's just and I let it be what more, it is.
1: Especially when it's not actually ever going in your house.
2: That's right. What do you – that's my point. It's like those are – in fact, I think a good – like, I had a, a friend who – the way she decides whether or not she wants to be close friends with somebody is she says, if this was um, World War II, would you hide me? Would you hide me in your house or give me up? Wow. And yeah, I mean, that's really intense, right? But, yes. uh, but a great litmus test. I kind Definitely. of feel like if you want to know if this person is a control freak, ask them, hey, what do you think about this? Do you think people should be able to throw <sighs> poop in there?
1: Great idea. There we go. Great idea. Great idea. Then Great you idea. D- understand whether you're dealing with someone who's going to take everything to a 10 and is really high strung right. and is way too much work.
2: You don't want to go on a vacation, okay, with somebody who isn't okay with other people's poop being thrown in or dog's poop. I'm sorry. If it's human poop, I don't want it.
1: But if it's a dog poop and it's sealed
2: up in a bag, if they don't want that in your garbage can, you don't want to be in
1: Cabo with them. I couldn't agree more. It just, as you said, as long as it's not human, as long as it's (laughs) sealed up nicely, which, and by the way, because you want to know what's more offensive? People not throwing poop in the garbage. People who don't clean up after their dogs is truly uh, horrific to me. Dude, you don't, do you?
2: No, you know what was crazy though? For a while. We were (laughs) opening our door at our townhouse and seeing one of those green bags of poop just placed on our doorstep. And to this day, it went on for months. We could not figure (laughs) out (laughs) who was doing it.
1: Did you ever hear about the lady in Orange County who, well, okay, I said the story wrong already, but people, children were waking up in their homes and- in, the house. <laughs> I'm not doing this right. Out front every morning, all, there were all girls about the same age. Okay. Would have their name on a really old Victorian doll. They were what? waking up to this on the oh front my door. Like the, God. the parents probably saw it first. Turns out, and so there was a big news story about it. and The parents, yeah, were yeah, it sounds
2: like yeah, like you're, of course,
1: that's, ter- that's <laughs> scary. scary
2: as shit.
1: Turns out, it was just a like a ninety-year-old woman oh. who was a little bit lonely and was like, "I thought these dolls would bring joy to the neighborhood children." Oh,
2: and everyone thought there was a serial killer everyone in their midst.
1: A, Yeah, everyone thought it was she was a serial killer. So oh. you know, but I don't. I would. I would have. It's. I think actually, the parents in that situation were justified.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Okay, Jessica, we yes. have reached the end of the show. And here's what happens okay. in the end. Okay. We decide, I don't know if you remember, but we decide who uh deserves something a little special that wrote it. Okay. Like okay. who needs this the most? Um, and so or who needs like a little something to brighten their day the very most. I actually don't even know what the prize is, but maybe we'll get to that. Okay. So here are our options. Are we giving something to number one, the person who's dealing with the thousand dollar liar, the fanning. fanning with fanning? Okay. The guy, <laughs> are we doing this to the person who's holding on to the ex's dead grandma's painting? Yeah. Or the person who was curious about dog poop? Number two, I totally, 100%. Uh, which is poop, but you meant question number two, not number
2: Yeah, three. yeah, exactly. Question exactly. number two, I think she needs a little something to launch her into her new life. I'd like to retract. I'd like to publish a retraction. I want to get, I do not want her contacting this guy. That's old news, okay? okay. I'm so sorry when I, I was lost in a Sandy B reverie, and I, I just want to be very clear, I do not want you contacting this ex. He's an ex there for a is. reason.
1: There it is. Um, listen, it's the pandemic as you Post-pandemic. Or are we? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever I'm it is. I'm not sure. <laughs> Post-lockdown, I guess.
2: <laughs> I guess. Um, Intermission. So it's intermission. intermission. And so during
1: intermission, you're allowed to change your mind a bunch of different times. Maybe you hated the show, but you see potential. Whatever it is. That's, so that's right. no problem at all. All right. So number two, you're getting something fabulous. Maybe it's a bottle of Negrana. Maybe it's the coffee. Maybe, I don't know. Um, Maybe it'll be a signed headshot from Jessica St. Clair. We'll see. Hey.
2: I'll dig them out. I'll, in fact, I I should find my original headshot that I ever took. I'm sure Rana was did not weigh in on my choice of outfit or the photographer. Do you remember the photographer? But I you know I wish I remembered. But was it like I was, Chia Messina? Is, is, Yes, that's who it was. <laughs> Me too. That's who it was. Me too. <laughs> Holy shit. It was Chia Messina. She was the best.
1: She was the best Wait, there Brian, was.
2: Oh, God. We have to find. Will you look I for know, yours I will. and I'll post mine? I think my mine. parents
1: might have a, like my first one. But yes, I will absolutely ask them to take a picture of it.
2: Because for some reason, I chose. I don't know why she had me do this, but I chose the one where I had my my. Uh, knees up, and I was like this, and then sure. slyly looking, and, and what it looked like was um a tampon ad, like what sure. to do when, you know, it's that time of the month, and you don't feel so good, and I used that and sent it out. It's no wonder I didn't get a job.
1: Yeah. Chia Messina was supposed to steer us right.
2: Chia Messina. Chia oh Messina, she, was, she was the school. one to go to.
1: Okay, I can't believe I didn't mention this at the beginning, even though we talked about your podcast, but let's talk about The Deep Dive for a second.
2: Oh, thank you. Um, You know, I wasn't giving off the right vibe in the beginning bragging about it, but you were coming at me with such shade. Um, uh, Yes, The Deep Dive is a podcast I host with June Diane Raphael, and Love. it's basically, you know, exactly what we were just talking about. We decided to get together and have a fully authentic kind of girls' night uh where we just talk about what's going on in our lives and it's been so fun but also so wonderful cuz all the people listening have been writing in to say you know I feel seen and heard because what we what we realize is people were really feeling a lot of grief um post pandemic and sure. they didn't have anybody to talk about it with or any kind of forum and so it's been really nice to connect with Perfect strangers, each one of which I would want to be friends with. I have to be honest.
1: That's really They're, lovely. They
2: always start their DMs with like, I never do this, but I wanted to reach out to say this little bit really spoke to me, you know, or helped me. And 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 so that's really nice, you know? And what it's days nice do you all, able do all drop me.
1: your episodes?
2: Wednesday morning.
1: It sounds absolutely lovely. So Ronna hates when people drop their episodes on the same day we do. Even though I keep telling her, people listen all the time. It doesn't really yeah, matter. They don't care. They but don't we come care. out on a Tuesday. The deep dive exactly. comes out on a Wednesday. That sounds like a great couple of hours for somebody.
2: It does. Oh, and so you know, fulfilling. I, yes, it's very comforting too. You know, I think it's comforting to feel like you can just listen. And sometimes you're going to talk about serious stuff, and sometimes you're going to talk about, you know, exfoliation.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Great. Oh, by the way, which is very comforting as yes. uh, Wendy Williams always says her favorite part of the day is moisturizing. I get it.
2: I totally get it. I totally, By the way, I have one of yourself. the best, I, I don't mean to brag again, but one of the best license photos ever because of a Tyra Banks segment when she had her own TV, her oh, own talk show well, about yeah. how to take a great license photo. And I have what sent, was the tip? searched for it. It's you have to wear a pop of color on, and then you have to smise, basically. You have to give it, and you need to be. It was a whole thing of how to stand and where to look. And I, to be honest, I can't find it again. And it worked. It worked to the point where people don't think it's me because normally I look like I crawled out of a pile of dry leaves.
1: That honestly is some of the best advice I've ever heard in my life about the license photo.
2: Yeah. You gotta wear a pop of color.
1: Follow Jessica St. Clair everywhere. Listen to the deep dive. You really are. It's been, you know, I have to say, we've only met a couple times before this, and I've really loved this last hour with you. It's been so fun. Me too,
2: Brian. We've really taken a journey. We started off at odds. You know, and I, I feel like this is probably how a lot of pop stars feel about each other. I think you know? so. You
1: know, it's so fun. Exactly. This is mm-hmm. a Katie Taylor mm-hmm. sort of thing. And
2: Exactly. And we're stronger when we bond together.
1: I totally agree. And I have to say, it's a nice lesson for the world in a world where yeah. – You know, Democrat versus Republican, East Coast versus West Coast. Like, you are seeing a Democrat, me, and a Republican, you. No,
2: again, again. I'm not a Republican. No, I'm not. I want to be very clear. I'm sure. Yeah, now's the forum.
1: You should say what you you believe. Say what you believe.
2: Okay, I'm not an anti vaxxer. Like, all of those things are not true. And I really wish, honest, this is just, I'm going to take one second and then we can close the show. Okay. Please stop updating my Wikipedia page Uh with false Information.
0: I okay? don't believe
1: it's false.
2: I know, but I real every time I check it, you've changed the date of birth. You're making me years, years older than I yeah, am. Yeah, and you're saying a lot of things about my stances on things, and it's really damaging to my career. So please stop. Well,
1: I thought you knew Mamie Eisenhower. You didn't. No,
2: I don't. I okay. didn't.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: I did just, I did quote Eleanor Roosevelt during this podcast and I know I lost a couple listeners, but that's okay.
1: So you were friends with Eleanor Roosevelt. I don't know why I said maybe. I
2: wasn't. No, I wasn't. I wasn't friends with her. I wasn't alive then.
1: Okay. You know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to get off your Wikipedia for the weekend and really have a think about whether my beliefs are.
2: No, get off of it altogether. Don't, don't do it. okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. But your name is fake,
1: right? You made that for Hollywood?
2: No, I didn't. That's my real name.
1: I thought your real name was Griselda.
2: No. No last name. Just one name. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I guess I was wrong. I was wrong. Okay. Uh, Jessica St. Clair, you're an absolute (laughs) delight. I love you so much. Do you want to stick around to hear the cliffhanger? You don't have to if you got it wrong. No,
2: I want to, of course. Really? Okay. I'll, I'll do this
1: quickly and we'll- We'll, uh, we'll end with this. And of okay. course, go to patreon.com slash ask Rana to get the answer to this cliffhanger. Let's do it. Dear Rana Brian, an honored guest. Only for listening. Jessica's not answering this one. First, I love your podcast. I too discovered you through Rana's special appearance on Bitch Sesh, which by the way, if no one has ever heard Jessica St. Clair on Bitch, it is the, only the Please. funniest thing in the world because Please. you're not into those I- shows.
2: I don't ever watch them. In fact, I dislike them.
1: It is the freshest perspective you could ever hear. She gets (laughs) so upset.
2: Yeah, so upset. But I take wildly different stances, much like I did on these questions. I gotta tell you which way I'm coming.
1: It's an absolute blast to listen to you on there and everywhere. (laughs) So grateful the universe aligned to bring me to you both each week. It's out of character for me to write into a show like this, but you say this is the space for people who truly have nowhere else to turn. And I strongly believe I fit into this category with this mystery that's been haunting me and my family for close to a year. Here's the background. We live in Denver, and about four years ago, we moved to a new home. My husband and I both work full-time, so we hired a dog walker to help us a few days a week. The dog walking company was owned by a woman named Leslie, and on occasion, she would hire helpers to make sure all her pups were walked on schedule. One of the helpers was our favorite. Let's call her Kay. Young, cool, very normal girl in her mid to late 20s. We bonded over similar tastes in music, and she would bring her husky to walk with our dog. About a year into our engagement with Leslie, she informed us that she'd be moving to Mexico with her children, and Kay would be buying the business. I was aware, I was aware that there was some healthy negotiation between Leslie and Kay on the sale price, but ultimately, they found a resolution. We were thrilled for Kay and made sure to support her through the transition. We consistently scheduled our walks and paid in advance each month, considering ourselves very steady, reliable customers to what was now named Country Club Critters. (laughs) Fast forward to March of 2020, when COVID took its grip on the world. Like many, we were both unexpectedly working from home, but fortunate enough that we had no negative impact on our income. While we didn't necessarily need help walking our dog anymore, we decided that the right thing to do was to continue supporting local businesses who were being negatively impacted by the pandemic. Kay and Country Club Critters were, of course, at the top of that list. Being at home, we started to engage with Kay directly more often, having pleasant small talk when she arrived, talking about the weather, et cetera, et cetera. She was always on time, always a bright light when she walked in the door, and an excellent communicator. That's in italics. In mid-July, I was sitting at the kitchen table when the door opened and someone I wasn't expecting walked in the door. Leslie, the original dog walker. It took me a minute to register who it was, but I quickly realized that Leslie had clearly found her way back from Mexico and into our coat closet, retrieving the (gasps) dog leash. She mentioned that Kay had to leave town unexpectedly and that she was helping out. Not a big deal, but very strange that Kay hadn't shared this with us ahead of time. Again, she was a great communicator. Later that day, I received a text from Kay that she had to go back to the East Coast for a family emergency and that Leslie would be covering while she was gone. This made me feel better. The next day when it was time for our dog to get picked up again, no one showed. I texted Kay and she responded almost instantaneously that she would check with Leslie and was expected to be home the coming weekend and things would be back to normal. Leslie never showed up and this was the last text I ever (laughs) received from Kay. I texted Kay the next day, checking on her and Leslie's status. The following day, I started to get genuinely worried, and a week later, after no communication, I sent her a message, letting her know how concerned I was about her, and that I was, of course, here to help if she needed anything at all. I tried calling Kay's number. Her voicemail was full. I tried calling the number I had for Leslie, and it was disconnected. I emailed the business, no response, and periodically since last August, I've made a few more failed attempts. Nothing. Literally, crickets. I'm not a social media wizard, but here are a few clues we have found. No activity on our personal business Instagram since early 2020. Nothing in the news or internet when we search her name. A friend of a friend sent her a request on Instagram. She, or someone with access to her account, accepted a day later. I also sent her a request. No response. (gasps) Country Club Critters has a delinquent status of business registered in Colorado. Her Facebook picture was changed at the end of last year, and the only comment on the picture is from what seems like a family member, an aunt maybe, that says, I wish I could talk to you right now. We have reached out to this person with no response. Kay was someone that was in our home almost daily for years, and suddenly she disappeared. I think about her all the time, and we just love to know she's okay. If she decided to go off the grid and leave her dog walking past behind her, there would be no ill will or judgment from us. My biggest fear is that something to happen to her. Or worse, some foul play with Leslie? Ultimately, closure is what I'm seeking, and look forward to hearing your collective wisdom on this matter. Best concerned dog owner. I gotta say... We have never had a question like this.
2: I just got a text from Re- Reese Witherspoon. She says she's picked that letter up on as the her case. book club, her book club pick, and they're going to be t- turning it into an Apple TV series.
1: Absolutely, Rosamund Pike is playing both Leslie and Kay. <laughs> it's all absolutely happening. Join us on Patreon.com/slashAstroana for that absolutely wild detective question. And Jessica St. Clair, again, I'll say it again. Listen to the deep dive. Follow her on all the socials. You are one in a billion. You're the best. Thank you so
2: much for having me, Brian. And I'm so glad we could join forces. Maybe I we should. could have a sleepover at the Carriage House.
1: I would love point. it. Would that be Times. Fun? So yeah! much fun. Yes.
2: We'll get some Biore strips. And we'll I love And we we could pull out.
1: I would love See what kind of blackheads we
2: can figure out.
1: Definitely. We'll talk about Jason Priestley. Sounds That's great. That sounds so fun. All right. Bye. See you soon. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old.